Welcome everybody to the Back of the West podcast. We are coming to you live from the small council room, which, oddly enough, was spared Drogon's Brage. Every other place in the Red Keep was destroyed, but not the small council room. Plot hole! I'm half, he's black, and we are joined today by our third member who is officially on the show. Woohoo! Plex. Woohoo! He's a part of the show. He, yeah, no, you're, you're all part of the show. You're part of our family now. Congratulations. Oh, I appreciate it, guys. Yes. The initiation process was hard for him. He, um, The initiation process was pretty hard for Plex. Um, he had the taste of black in his mouth, and it was, well, you know, he loved it. It tastes like tang. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> like, tang. Like a couple of grape sodas. A couple of grape sodas. You guys are terrible. All right. All right, guys. Well, welcome to the Back of the Bus podcast. Uh, again, however you found us, thank you for listening. Remember to rate us five stars. If you love us, five stars. If you hate us, you can find us on all of the major podcast listening apps except for Spotify. So um, that means Podbean, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all of those. You YouTube. Guys, YouTube, all of them. You guys can just check us out from there. Again, rate us, share us, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. You guys can get all of those links from the bio right there. You know where to find us. Thank you again. We cannot thank you enough for listening to us. We are. We feel like a chapter of this show is closing to a certain extent with this show ending. So how do you guys feel? Yeah. So Good. That's enough. Okay. Awesome. There we go. <laughs> there it goes. I basically just want the, the two words. Plex, how do you feel? Meh. Meh. Okay. All right. Well, I know that uh, Black Black has always been the more vocal one about Game of Thrones. He's had, he's read all the books. He um, understands them better. He un, this guy has a impeccable memory when it comes to these names. And sometimes he just I think he makes shit up. Like last week, <laughs> last week we, we last week we were talking, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, some for the merciful." And I'm like, "Yeah, bullshit. That person's not a real person. Like that's not in the book." <laughs> I that's not true at all. See, yeah, see, he he did no, all of this. It's not made up. I can I can show you. Yeah, no, no, I don't care. Okay. It's okay. It is amazing that this man gets laid. But anyway, all right, guys. Thank you again for Next. listening to us. We are um, ending our Game of Thrones recap shows with the – I couldn't have a better crew to end it with. So Black has always been our Arya leading us into what is west of Westeros. So Black, take it away. All right. So we're going to get the rundown. But before that, there's. I just wanted to – whatever, like – cover something really quick so as half mentioned i'm usually the more critical component of the show well i mean the show would be useless without you and that's not going to change for this episode like i can already promise you that but before i start bashing and talking shit i, I just want to lay this out there this is still the most incredible piece of television ever made yes. like it's there's just absolutely no question about that it's visually Acting wise, story wise, mm-hmm. up until season seven, it just every all the elements of the show, casting, just it's very hard to to find major problems with the show up until these last two seasons. And even then, you just have amazing, you know, cinematography. The score on this show is unlike anything you've ever seen before. R- Ramin Jawadi is a fucking genius. Like, just it's an amazing show. So I just wanted to make sure like we put that out there because. We are, you know, I saw like a quote by Sophie Turner talking about how kind of annoyed she was that people have been bashing the show, considering how hard they worked these this for this last season. And I get it. I wouldn't want anybody shitting on on our hard work also, especially once you've wrapped something like this up. So we really appreciate the show. We wouldn't be talking about it as much if we didn't love it. And I just wanted to make sure we put that out there. 
before we get into the into the fun stuff. Black is giving his disclaimer before he tears it apart. It's yeah. like that was basically his this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you speech that you give to kids. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. So we begin with the rundown and we will start with Tyrion, John Davos and Arya separately just walking around surveying the ruin that Danny caused with the dragons and Don Sully doing all that, and the Dothraki destroying the city. Then we get a shot of Tyrion going down into the secret tunnel to see if Jamie and Cersei made it out. He finds their bodies and starts crying, which I thought at the time was a little. I mean, I guess I understand him crying over Jamie, but you're right there. I'm great. All right. I'm great. <laughs> great. Half, half <laughs> already, he's already choking up. No, he's yeah. already choking up. I'm just. <laughs> There are a lot of thoughts about this season. I gotta get. To, I gotta let you get through the rundown before we get half thoughts. Gotcha. On how great this season was. Then John has a run-in with Grey Worm about the execution of the Lannister prisoners. Mm-hmm. He obviously wasn't very happy about that. Grey Worm was not hearing much it. of a fuck. John and Tyrion walk out to wherever in the red in the city that the armies were assembled. Somehow Grey Worm teleported from where he was executing the prisoners. To the top of the stairs where Danny was. Mm-hmm. That was fucking amazing. Danny gives this fucking kick-ass speech before that. As she's walking off of Drogon, you see that cool-ass shot. That that was the best part of that episode. Yeah. You get the cool-ass shot of the dragon wings unfolding behind her. It was fucking amazingly shot. Um, she gives this crazy speech about how... Not crazy. Let me, re- let me rephrase that. She gives a speech to her armies about how she's going to continue breaking the wheel all across Westeros and back across Essos. And she names uh, Grey Worm Master of War and basically implies that she's not going to stop until she rules the whole world. And then Tyrion takes his fucking hand of the queen pin down and throws it down on the ground. Yeah. And then um, so I got to let you know know that I need to rewatch like honest to God need to rewatch the episode. I did give it a good once through, but I was... um, Surprisingly, I don't do this a lot, but I was on vacation this weekend, um, and so I had to watch this laying in uh, a bed at Cabana Bay at Universal Studios. So um, you know there were some things terrible. I missed. So when you're talking about this John and Grey Worm scene, don't even remember seeing it. So nice. Also, it I had probably had a couple beers, and so it was a little over my head. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> lots of that. Awesome. Where, where did they get the big banner Targaryen like? You know, here's the thing. Hanging. I thought the same thing. I was like, who, who's like, the printer of Westeros? They, that was just like, oh, we've got to get this going. Christ. I think I think like every major house and army just mm-hmm. has somebody who just souls like, banners. Let me ask you this. That's their job. Do they, just, like, just like in like God, the real army, fast. they had the drum the mm-hmm. drum guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, no, they're fast though. Yeah, yeah like, no, no. And let me, do I'm they sure send... she's had that shit since like Esso, like at the Great Pyramid. Well, didn't, no, hold on. Didn't they have one of those when she took and over? Dragonstone? Ma- no, she took over Marine. Oh, yeah, she did. She did. They, she did, she, she did, unfolded she did. one of those over the Great Pyramid and Marine. Maybe she just carried that same one over. Maybe. Let me ask you this. Is it like the Super Bowl shirts? So, like, does the losing team, <laughs> before? do those do those get sent over to Essos to, yeah, yeah. to be, like, blankets for Dothraki children? There yeah. you go. That's awesome. So, Tyrion gets arrested. He throws on the hand of the queen pin. And then John and Arya, John's, like, standing there observing what everything's going on. Mm-hmm. Arya ninjas behind him. I am very, very sneaky, sir. They talk. She warns him that Danny's a killer and this and that and the other. And he's like, yeah, I gotta go talk to her anyway. So, <laughs> he, he takes off to go talk to her. Actually, great dialogue for John. A lot more dialogue than expected from him. Yeah, in this episode, he he said a lot more than "You're my queen," but we still get that line at some point. 
John visits Tyrion. Mm-hmm. They Tyrion attempts to talk him into assassinating Danny. Yes, attempts. Pretty yeah. sure he successfully attempts. Well, I, but at the time, <laughs> at, the, at the time, Tyrion didn't know that, right? So John actually walks out of that meeting talking about she's my queen, whatever, blah blah blah. He does make some points that to me were incredibly confounding and super hypocritical, which we'll get to later. Um, super hypocritical. Yeah, extremely. I don't know. I, I actually kind of like this speech a lot. And, so and, and it kind of made sense. To me, it made it sense. Did. Yeah, we'll talk about it. It did. It, did. it made okay. sense to me. It okay. made absolutely no sense. We'll definitely uh, okay. talk about that. All right. All right. So then finally, John is on his way to see Danny. He gets like sniff tested by Drogon. That was another <laughs> cool scene, how they just like, came up out of the snow. And then when they shot back and it was just like John's silhouette and Drogon kind of sniffing him, I thought that was cool. Was and really that, well we talked about uh, before the episode aired, me and you talked about something and I think to me that kind of touched on something that I had mentioned to you that we'll talk about later. Okay. Danny goes in the throne room. She finally gets her hands on the Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sit on it. Only her hand. Yeah. Doesn't sit on it. Don't know why. Uh, John approaches, questions her about the... The flaming and the unsullied murdering the prisoners. She explains herself. She raises what I thought were perfectly valid points in total contrast to the shit that Tyrion was saying, but we'll talk about it. One question there, where was her guard? Why was she alone in that room? She's doesn't walk alone anywhere, and then all of a sudden she's alone in that room. I just thought that was weird. Okay. Well, she, she had, it's because Jorah's she, dead. Well, she had the dragon guarding the entrance to the location. I mean... Yeah, I get it. What else do you need guarding you? Her guards. Like, everywhere else she goes. When she walked off of the platform after giving the speech, she was flanked by two rows of Unsullied. Everywhere else you've ever seen her, she's always I mean, flanked by guards. Who's going to get into the throne room? Yeah, you have a fucking dragon guarding the throne. Yeah, they, maybe she wanted to be sorry. alone. Maybe she wanted. You know what, Cersei? I like having Cersei, here. Guess what? Your point is invalid. So you need to true. zip it. You want to go back and watch the show and see how many times you saw a king in the throne room in King's Landing in the Red Keep without fucking guards? I bet you a million dollars you won't find one instance of that ever in fucking seventy three episodes. Jesus Christ! I don't know. She I literally win. just became queen. Like yeah, bro. And she's breaking the wheel. Things can be new. Okay. I mean, it's great to see. These are great to see women in power, especially women who have flaws. And I really applaud the writers for this. Let's go. Okay. So, John kills her. Woohoo. Wait, what? Yeah, John kills Danny. Was it a shot through the heart? John, you know, she gives a speech. He tells her, mm-hmm. he you're my queen, blah, 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 stabs her. Mm-hmm. Drogon. Very in character of John, by the way. Yeah. Inexplicably chooses to melt the Iron Throne? Well, yeah, because he th- he sees swords. He sees one in his mommy, and he thinks that his mom sat on the Iron Throne and was stabbed by that chair. I, Drogon doesn't understand that the throne is not a I don't human. Know. I, I thought it was pretty symbolic. Okay, dragons are not capable of symbolism. Um... I mean, this coming from the guy who yeah, last I week mean, who's being hypocritical we're, now. We're, last week you said Drogon Drogon loves his mother, and it's like, yeah, okay, he's a wild animal. A- any right? any animal, yeah, he's a freaking wild. He's are an you animal. fucking retarded? Any animal recognizes yeah. his mother. Okay, but animals. Are you fucking kidding me? This is the dumbest still, shit I've ever heard animals, either of you no, say. Dude. No, no, man. Look at look at animals. That, look at the tiger that attacked his fucking master Yo, uh, get this i had a boy. hamster eat all of its hamster babies one time do you think do you think the hamster was like oh They're these are fucking animals man like and, and Bro, this, this is happens. a mystical animal that for real doesn't really exist Let if me- we want to get super <clears throat> nerdy and we want to talk about D, 
dragons in D&D have higher intelligence levels than than humans. humans. I get it. And they can telepathically communicate with humans, so we don't know what the fuck a dragon is. Let me ask you this. Did you ever study dragons in the wild? No. So how about you shut up on the subject, bro? I'm going to smack you. (laughs) All right. Then we get a cutaway after Drogon melts the throne and flies yeah. away with Danny's body. By the way, can I, I just want to interject really quickly. Yeah. I thought that the melting of the throne was probably some of the worst CGI in that whole scene. Like, it was beautifully written, but it just, like, when it was melting, I remember thinking, oh, that does look kind of fake. It was the only time out of this whole season, because we have to admit this whole season looked beautifully. Yeah. It was the only time out of this whole season where I was just like, meh. Although I got the symbolism and I got it, it was cool. But, okay, moving on. That was it. That was my little two cents on that one. Okay. Uh, la, 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 la. And it kind of touches on to the point that I was saying why kind of that scene between mm-hmm. John and Drogon before he walked to the throne room kind of oh, I figured meant it out. a little something. To I him. know why he did it. Drogon knew he had to fly out of the throne room and he saw all of these shiny sharp spears no, sticking no, up. No. He needed he he wanted to make sure that he flew away without getting cut no, and, and I, hurting I, himself. I think he, no, no. I don't no, I think he was just worried, really worried about safety. I think Drogon, the risk he, management manager. I think it was a symbolic <laughs> thing by him. Okay. You can question his intelligence level later. All right. <clears throat> so we get the cutaway, and then all of a sudden, we get a shot of Tyrion in, in the, the prison. In the prison cell, cell yeah. Whatever. yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like he'd been there for some time. Yeah. His I beard had grown out. They and, well, we have to assume that he had been there some time because everybody from the north and Dorne and Robin, who jacked up, man. Yo, yeah. titty milk, man. It works. He got jacked. <laughs> they giant. Yeah, yeah, milk. There we go. They all were able to get to the Iron Islands. All these people. Yeah, all yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. So, so we have to assume that it was a couple. It was maybe a week or two. But yeah. So Grey Worm brings Tyrion out to that mm. assembled council of, of the Great Council, basically. Yeah. Can you explain who everybody was? Yeah, I, I have it listed here. Ready? Okay, go. All right. You have Sam, who at the time I'm assuming represented Horn Hill slash the Reach. Okay. There's nobody else in the Reach. Mm-hmm. Next time you have some dude. Yeah, uh, some dude. <laughs> then you have Edmure. Representing the Riverlands. Bro, poor Edmure. Yeah, awesome. That, that was great. The Starks repping the North. Yeah. Davos. Yeah. Brienne. Mm-hmm. Gendry. Okay. Some dude next to Gendry. Okay. Robin Aaron. And then the Dorn guy, right? Br- no, Robin Aaron, Bronze Yon Royce, who's like the general Bron- of the Vale armies. Okay. Another dude. And then Yara for the Ironborn uh-huh. with another dude. So there were like four dudes there. Wait, but there was a Dorn guy there. Oh, yeah, and the Prince yeah, of Dorn. Yeah, the, the Prince Dorn. of Dorn. Yeah, yeah, the Prince of Dorn. The new Prince of Dorn. Prince so there was we like still don't know who he is. three random dudes in the Prince of Dorn that we get actually no explanation. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't understand the voting procedure. And I think, and I loved how they did this where that was Davos's, like Davos spoke for the audience. He's like, I don't know if I have a say here. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it was great. So anyway, go. Sorry. All he's, right. He's turned into one of my favorite characters. Really, honestly. Yeah, one of my favorites. 100%. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Sansa asks about John. Mm-hmm. Grey Worm says he's a prisoner. They have a little tense moment about you know John better be freed and Tyrion. Uh, Grey Worm's like he's our prisoner or whatever. Blah blah. blah. Then you get the what well, my favorite part of the episode besides the dragon unfolding was Yara talking shit about letting John die and Arya's like bitch I'll kill you. <laughs> like that shit was just perfect. Yeah. Davos offers as payment to the Unsullied. He offers the lands and the Reach because he says that the Reach is no yeah nobody's there yeah which is weird because does that mean that the Lannisters exterminated everybody after they killed Highgarden. Like they just went around the rest of the Reach and just murdered all of the populace. That's okay. Maybe. And then he's like, "Yeah, you can start your own house and have your own families." None of these dudes have cocks. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, what are Davos doesn't have all fingers? So what are they? How are they going to start families? Here's the thing: What does Davos care about families? He spent eight seasons away from his wife. What do I know about diamonds? 
Um, yeah, no, I feel you. Grey Worm doesn't care about payment. He wants justice for Danny's murder. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyrion says that the king or queen must decide and tells the assembled lords and ladies to choose. Mm-hmm. Edmure tries to stump. I poor Edmure. Hey, by the way, but we got, we figured out <laughs> where Edmure was. Sure, I guess at some point they let him out. Would have and been he was nice wearing the fish, right? It. Yeah, he's yeah. wearing the fish. So he's he's what now? He's well, he's always been a Tully. Okay, so that's just like oh, yeah, his house right. sigil or whatever. All right, so Edmure tries to stump, gets shut down, nasty by Sansa. Then, for some reason, Davos asks Tyrion who he thinks should be king, even though Tyrion's in fucking shackles. But we'll get Didn't to understand that, that, but this is the thing. This is where they, they patched it up and Tyrion got his intelligence back. Yeah, yes, well, but that, 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 to me, was one of the kind of annoyances of this episode. Like, he's a moron for, what, the last 10, seasons. 10 or 12 episodes, and all of a sudden, he's back to being the genius Tyrion. Like, yeah, no. That's you, know, you know what? Totally that was a little You know what I've got? You know what I've got for you? It's all about King's Landing. King's Landing is his base, and it makes him feel comfortable. When you take an athlete out of his his or her prime it's area, his blankie. it is his blankie. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tyrion nominates Bran with the weakest fucking reasoning to nominate a king ever. Bran, we get another line. <laughs> Bran's, Bran's line was great. Well, we we get another line about the person not wanting power being the most deserving or whatever. Uh, he asks Bran if Bran will take the crown, and then we get the. Why do you think I came all this way? Which, remember that for later. Sansa declares the North an independent kingdom. I saw a meme, hold on, about why do you think I came all this way? Mm. And then under it was Podrick yelling, Because I pushed you, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Sansa declares the North an independent kingdom. Bran agrees. Nobody questions it. Yeah, Yara's just like, okay. (laughs) Well, technically, he had just been nominated king, so who's going to question him? And yeah, but no one, but somebody, whatever, we'll get to it. Yeah. And now, now you have two Starks ruling the whole continent of Westeros. Bran names Tyrion his hand. Mm -hmm. Grey Worm objects. Bran overrules him, to your point. Grey Worm objects again. And thus we get Jon sentenced to the Night's Watch as the payment for Tyrion being hand. Mm Mm-hmm. Tyrion tells Jon that the world will always need a place for bastards and broken men. Mm-hmm. So basically now the Night's Watch, even though there's no more White it's Walkers, just ostensibly is a fucking prison camp. And this is where Jon gets <laughs> sentenced to. But again, we'll get to it. Jon <laughs> questions his decision to kill Danny. Tyrion tells him, talk to me about it in 10 years or whatever. I think it's a great season. And that's it. Then we get the start goodbye. Yeah. Our, go ahead. Great scene would have been if the Dothraki and Unsullied left on their boats. And then Bran just goes, hey, Jon. Psych. Well, well, yeah, that's, that's one of the things I was thinking. Like, that's in on the list. Yeah. All right. Well, just make them do a big U-turn. Listen, you march off for about three days. You U-turn and come back. Everything will be fine. Yeah. They'll never find out. Or we'll start calling you by your real name. They'll never know who yeah, you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we get the goodbye. Arya huh? says she's gonna go be of Marigold Vespucci and circumnavigate the globe. What is west of Westeros? Yeah. I'll uh-huh. tell you what's west of Westeros. Westworld season three. Yeah, she she says nobody knows. Yeah, except for her brother who can see everything. everything. So why she couldn't just ask him? I don't. Okay, because he's off looking for Drogon, who I found by the way in Diagon Alley. Sure, John John kneels in front of Bran. Bran mm-hmm. tells him this is exactly what we were supposed to be doing, which again is troublesome. Brienne fills in Jamie's story in the Book of Brothers. Yeah, I saw that. Very nicely, very polite. Not politely. But she didn't end it with... Very lovingly. He's a fuckboy. So that's weird. I didn't get that part. I really thought that she was... She wanted to honor his memory. They confer the small council. 
in a, in the I'm guessing the first small console since the whole shit, mm-hmm. the whole whatever. <clears throat> I should mention that during Brand's coronation, they also tried to sort of establish democracy. So you, the thing you'd predicted? Yeah, I thought so. I thought they were... Uh, yeah, and they... And sh- Sam they, tried really to establish democracy. Yeah, and they laughed them off. They, they, they shat all over my boy Sam to try to establish democracy. There's also things that don't make sense about that, but we'll get to that later. Um, so then you get the small council, right? The small council's conferred, and this is the small council. You have Braun, who is now the Lord of the Reach Lord, mm-hmm. uh, and Master of Coin. Mm-hmm. What, one so question. Wait, wait, if something Bra- is... If Braun is the Lord of the Reach, why wasn't he at the council that voted in? Well, I, I'm guessing they did. They made it. They made him after. after. Because because the thing is, at this point, okay. Sam now is a maester. So Sam was at the at the Great Council. He was he not a maester. Yeah, yeah. To Braun, because okay. at that point, I, he was the highest ranking noble in the Reach because there was nobody. There was no Lord of Highgarden. So I guess that's what that is. Uh, Sam's a Grand Maester. Brienne is the Lord Commander of the King's Guard, and that's it. There's no, there's several Davos. positions. Oh, and Davos is master of ships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's no uh, seer of secrets or whatever. There's no master of whispers, master of laws, or master of war. That's what's missing so far. Mm-hmm. Sam gives Tyrion the finished book of A Song of Ice and Fire, which I predicted on this you did. very podcast. You did. They deliberate a bunch of nonsense. Prostitutes. Bran goes away to go find Drogon. The- Okay, in Volantis, right? Going back to the book, did you did you find it funny that Tyrion wasn't mentioned in the book? Did I find it funny? Yeah, I I find I found it hard to believe. I find it hard to believe that I thought it was funny. A Lannister wouldn't get mentioned in that book at all. Tyrion Lannister, not for murdering King Joffrey. Hello, like that 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 made no sense. That was just like for like a stupid laugh. Jesus, we just had genocide. They did say the thing. So I I did see the thing on the internet about how Sam was gonna save Valantis. When Bronn cut him off, which led to like the the theory that she's alive. Well, yeah, because I saw they I read something about like a deleted scene talking about. There was, yeah. Was it is it legit? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So so for all of you who don't know, there was like a supposedly a deleted scene where Drogon flies her to Volantis to where all the red priestesses are, mm-hmm. and one of them brings her back, back and tries to dead, bring her yeah. back or whatever. I, yeah, I don't know if if they filmed her coming back from the dead, but it was very John esque. Yeah. Then you get fi- the final montage, which is Arya f- floating away on her boat. I'll sail away. John reuniting away. with Ghost to go be king beyond the wall. Yeah, so I don't know if this was true or if it's just like fake Russian kind of uh, propaganda. But somebody said that that scene of him and Ghost was scene for scene from, from another season. No. It's really close. Okay. But no. Okay. So do you think John left, like, gets to the Night's Watch and then the Wildlings are there and then they send him to go be King Beyond the Wall? Is that what we all... No, because the King Beyond the Wall is never a fucking kneeler. And John kneeled. Yeah, no. Knelt. But, okay. I think he went to be King King Beyond the Wall. wall. Yeah, I think so. And then we get Sansa getting crowned Queen of the North with a fucking kick-ass crown. Yeah, it was a dope crown. She got the Um, dope crown. She looks cool, man. She looks cool. And that's it. That's the recap of the show. So, let's talk about the things we enjoyed. Okay? I think I said the two things already. It was the wings and and Arya telling Yara... Say another word about killing my brother and I'll cut your throat. And and I I don't necessarily like how we got there, but I do like Sansa... Being Become queen, queen of the, of the north. north and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I I like the Tyrion speech with John. 
to me it made sense it all depends on you know it's all your perception of facts what she did and how who she did it to because yeah i mean it's, it's easy to say oh she just killed a bunch of bad men and marine and here and there but you know if you were one of the slave owners you wouldn't look at it that way yeah but that's not what, okay what about you what so, else oh, no, wait, what else did you like the scene with uh, Drogon burning down the, the, the throne. Okay. I, th- I thought it was very symbolic. You know, the wings we talked about. Yeah. Uh, that, that's pretty much it. Those are, like, your main highlights? Yeah. yeah. Uh, some things that I really liked about the... about the I thought it was... Okay, one, beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah, Everything was gorgeous. Yeah. I did think that they, they, they... On the whole season in general was they, they leaned a little too heavy on the slow-mo. Like, uh, Tyrion's walk through uh, King's Landing after oh. it was destroyed... I felt a little too long for me. Like, yeah. just get there. And then him... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's small. He yeah, has that little feet. Takes a while. Actually, you're absolutely right. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. So, also, the other thing that I found a little interesting was that all of those bricks fell on Jamie and Cersei. But somehow their faces were still, like, super, Perfect. like, recognizable. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, one yeah. little drop of blood coming down Cersei's yeah, forehead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which actually proves my point about the prophecy being true. Because last week I was like, oh, the prophecy came true. And Ray's like, no, she was crushed by bricks. And I'll, well, clearly she wasn't crushed by bricks. So, fuck you. Why? So, her body couldn't have been crushed? And she couldn't have died from that? Okay, come Internal on. bleeding. All right. All right, come hold on. Hold on. Hold on You're a second. We have, a, we have a medical professional here. What, what was the exact prophecy? In my opinion, if the whole prophecy was that her little brother would kill her, I would say the prophecy was fulfilled. Yep. Why? It was his plan that got her to the position where she was, where she died. I love I that mean, we're rehashing last week's episode. Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying, yeah. Like, to me, the whole plan of Tyrion getting Jaime to go get her, and they ended up in that spot, and that's where they got crushed and died. That was all Tyrion's plan. To mm-hmm. me, that, you know, that fulfills the prophecy. And when your tears have drowned you, the Valonqar, which is little brother, shall wrap his hands about your pale white throat and choke the life from you. That did not happen. No, it did. No, it did. Okay. totally happened. But she did cry, and the little brother did kill her. Totally. In a sense. Yep. Okay. But they didn't, with, they didn't not choke with the, the hands life around her. the neck. No. Okay. okay. Yeah, whatever. I mean. Pfft. So, yeah. So, you like you like Semantics. them finding her. Uh, I, no, I just thought it was a little weird. Uh, the scene was cool. The scene of Danny talking to everybody. Yeah. That was dope. It was. Um, great speech. It. So, here's what I, I think it did, though. And did, you read, did you read about what she did? Yeah, she watched Amelia Hitler. She watched Hitler. To prep um, for that? She watched yeah. Hitler's speech videos to prep for that scene. Oh, and my God. Actually, here's the thing. And I, I think, and I'm not being... Uh, the best healing candle right now. I'm being absolutely honest. I think the speech. If you watch the the two episodes, the last two episodes together, mm-hmm. I think the speech does more for her behavior in the previous episode when she snapped and started killing people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's still. I think it's still. Although, if you were going to place it perfectly, a speech like that or something very similar to that should have probably happened before. The attack of King's Landing, and then that thing happened after. But anyway, I think it really kind of tied it all let, up. Let me ask you a question. What was wrong with that speech? Nothing. What did she say that was so bad? That was so mad queenish. Oh, well, she had a she had, she had a god of war. Or master of war. What are the fuck Everybody has a master of war. Not everybody. John Bran is going to name a master of war. But did he? Half, don't be an idiot. Answer my so question honestly. What was so mad queenish about that speech? The fact that she was doing it in a town that she had destroyed. No, I, I think part of it was also the fact that she's saying, oh, we're going to go around and liberate this and liberate that and mm-hmm. this place and that place. Like, 
those how was that how was that any different from any conqueror okay. ever julius caesar alexander the great all of them you're naming real people okay fine robert baratheon fucking every robert baratheon didn't care about anything but getting drunk and not pissing himself aegon the conqueror left valyria and conquered all of westeros with two dragons and 1600 men how do you think they accomplished that by fucking burning people and making people kneel and wanting to expand his empire he could have just went to dragonstone and they established fucking dragonstone but they wanted an empire so they built an empire do you know how you build empires by conquering people yes that's what she didn't but say anything that's, any different that's, that's exactly why people think she went mad queen but that's like, but how, how come no one says aegon was a mad king they do they know her dad, Ares, was a mad king. No one has ever said anything bad about Aegon the Conqueror. Well, I'll say it right now. Aegon the Conqueror was an asshole. I'm being honest, man. Listen, it, it's... It doesn't fit the story. It, it's all perception. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's, if you're on her side, yeah, you're... Okay, she's the Conqueror. She wants to rule. She wants to... If you're not on her side, like, what... But how is like, that like, any how, different how would from you any at, Conqueror ever? How would you look at it if you were in Winterfell? I understand that. But and my, you just fought to kill the White Walkers. Your queen is With there. her. With her, yeah, sure. With her. And now she wants to turn around and go back and rule and burn if you don't follow her and shit. Like, but how? But my question to you is how is that any different from any... Con- what is Sansa going to do? It's not. Sansa is going I'm to rule saying, the North just, just the way anybody else is going to yeah. rule the North. But not by burning people with a dragon if they don't choose to follow her. Because she doesn't have a dragon. You can bet your sweet little ass if Sansa had a dragon, th- the conversation will be different. The only difference is that Danny's got a dragon. She's not doing anything, had, anything had different. Had a dragon, Danny's dead. Okay, that's, that's very true. All right, so anything else that you liked? Yeah, I, like, I liked a lot of it. I thought it was really cool. I thought there was a lot of redemption arcs in it. It was neat. Um, feminism, Red- redemption, redemption arcs. arcs. Yeah. Um, feminism was really on display, really yeah i know really cool i'm really happy about that so um you know the future is feminine Are yeah, females, is that v, how it is? i'm v, going to delete all of that v's biggest <laughs> knock on the show was that a woman didn't end up queen well i mean really they, they, yeah she did she did but i'm saying like she wanted well, they, like technically both sansa to be queen of like everything or aria or danny like it, it was like a whole like oh but there's no women they didn't break the wheel and blah blah blah, blah. it's still a man on the on the throne and it's i like, mean is he though dude there's a lot of differences that they made his his, his all right so let's let's go through like the the argument points now okay let me check this other thing make sure there's nothing from earlier before we just get to that <laughs> black is super mad Okay, so before we go into like a specific argument about it, let mm-hmm. me ask you this general question. Kind of to what you were just talking about with V right now. What was the point of the show? If we basically left off where we started just with different people inhabiting the roles. I mean, you just answered it. Different people inhabited different positions. I mean, it gave us eight seasons of wonderful entertainment. Sure, but I mean, I'm talking about the theme, like... I'm trying to get a little bit more in depth. Like in depth you want, here. you want like, more meat nuance. Yeah, I want, <clears throat> I want to have an actual conversation. Well, there's different people on the throne. Mm-hmm. The North is separated now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not saying what changed. I'm saying what is the like nothing changed. The substance of the world didn't change. You just have different yeah, people playing you, the roles that were yeah, in the, place those, before. Those, I mean, those are the people that changed the world. They did. I mean, it, I, I absolutely disagree with you on this. The Lannister family is essentially gone. Okay. 
Highgarden gone. So it's different gone. people inhabiting the roles, but it's still the same role. What I'm yeah. saying is that there wasn't any like seismic shift in what the world well, is going to be there, like. Yes, there is. Because now you have Brand the Broken ruling over, and when it's his time to die, guess what happens? They will vote again for a new king awesome. or queen. Awesome. And you know what's exactly going to happen the first time that happens? You're going to get a split vote, and you're going to end up with a fucking war, and you, which is what happened last time a king was had to get ru- voted in, and it's going to go right back to the same shit. Nothing's going to change. Okay. So, we didn't get, like, it just feels like you went through this whole journey to kind of just end up right back at your starting point. It just feels a little. I mean, isn't that isn't that what most stories are about most of the time? No. Like you I'm... just get back to your starting point where you're at. No, it should be progress and. Well, there was a lot of progress. There wasn't. The Targaryens are all dead. The Lannisters are all dead. Killing killing off a bunch of people is in progress. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about change that is. Long-lasting change that will actually affect the, the realm. But for, the difference is, these are the people that are going to make those changes. You're assuming they're going to come to a split vote and this. Then what yeah, if they I don't? Know. What if just hey, because this guy because, has been groomed, he's been running this really well. He is the most logical guy. Everybody votes just like they did. Brand. Nobody objected to Brand being king. Sure, they vote one guy in. What if? What if? Fifty, that's what 50 years from now, it's not going to be the same people who are voting now. It's going to be I their understand. kids who are going to have cool. their own beefs and their own marriages yeah. and their own shit, and it's going to be totally different. Yes. You cannot. That, that can human happen. human history is on my side. But these you, aren't humans. These are characters inside of a show. But they're based on fucking humans. We're not talking about dark elves. Like we we have to operate under some fair assumptions of like that they're gonna behave the way our species behaves. Otherwise, none of this is worth talking about. I mean, yeah. Okay. I think one, it's really one more worth question: How about. long does the Third Eye Raven live? Forever, bro. Well, the previous guy lived to 125 years. So we got 125 so, years. Yeah. So he can change a lot of things in 100 and you know, let's say he has 100 years left because he's already 25. He's not 25, but yeah, Whatever. absolutely. Let's no, I'm say, with you. I'm with yeah, you on this. They, I don't think they really ever address his real age, but. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next like, kind of general question I have is, so was this show really about the Starks in the long run? I don't think so. I think the show had a lot of storyline with different houses. The Lannisters played a big part. <clears throat> the Starks obviously were, I think, the main one. But well, that's what they, I mean. They, they, didn't, they didn't rule the entire part of the show. So, you know... The, a lot of the show was Danny. A lot of the show was the was the Lannisters. A lot of the show was them. I think they're the house that we all kind of most people kind of rooted for at the end. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm you know that's why I'm okay with the ending. I'm kind of glad that at least for them it turned out to be you know pleasant. Okay. What about you? What do you think? Um. Yeah, I think the show was about the Starks to a certain extent. I think what happens is the you you really rooted for them. And it was a great starting point and an ending point with the Starks, right? But during the way, there were a lot of other characters that oh, came it was and went. Damn tragic, yeah. yeah, no, no, and there was tragedy and everything else. Um, but yeah, I absolutely think that the focus of the show, especially the TV show, maybe not so much the books all the time, but especially the TV show, is about the Starks. You know? Well, would it interest you to know that next book is supposed to be called Winds of Winter? Mm-hmm. The last book, the original title was going to be A Time for Wolves. And then he felt that that was too specific. So then he changed it to a dream of spring. So I don't. I, I think that maybe that is in line with the whole show premise as far as it being really 
a stark centric story mm -hmm. with yeah. all of these other elements kind of circling mm -hmm. around it. Mm -hmm. I don't mind necessarily that it was about the Starks. I just it's a question I just wanted to ask. I, I do got one quick question. Mm -hmm. Out of all the characters on the show, who do you think would have been the best king? Ned. Out of all the characters on the show, yeah. dead or alive? Ned. Dead or alive. Rob. I think Rob. Rob. I also think Rob, yeah. This entire story hint like changed dramatically. First of all, if Rob's alive, Rob and Danny as a marriage is fucking oh my perfect. god, that's amazing. Yeah, John is too fucking emo. Nah, 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 nah. But Quinn, Rob and fucking Danny would have been a perfect match. I've always said this from from a long time ago. If when John wanted to leave the Night's Watch back in season two, right after Ned was beheaded, mm -hmm. and Rob was marching south. If Sam and these fucking jerk-offs don't stop him from going, right, and he gets to Rob, and Rob then legitimizes John, right, because he can do that, he's a king, when he goes to negotiate with Walder Frey, and he promises John to Walder Frey, I think that would have been good enough for Walder Frey, they get to cross, they do the thing, they win the fucking war, John's a good strategist sometimes, <laughs> trench warfare not included, and none of the shit, the Red Wedding doesn't happen, None of that shit happens. The North wins. The Lannisters get crushed. I 100% have always believed that. Do you think Rob stands up to uh, Danny if she comes over with the uh, dragons? No. I think I think Rob and me... Like, the thing is tough, right? At that point, Rob married that other chick. So, yeah. whatever. Well, it's not only that. I think Danny Danny's biggest issue was she wanted absolute power. Like, she didn't like being questioned. She didn't want to share the... Did she? Did she? Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. That's why to me that, that whole speech with Tyrion and John where she's like where he said, Do you really think I'm the last person that she's gonna execute? Alright, fuck it. Then we're just gonna go there. Fuck everything yeah. else. Let's go there. Alright. Yeah. So Tyrion says first he starts comparing the bodies that Danny piled up versus what his family piled up during their reign. So here's a couple of things I'm gonna throw at you. When the Lannisters and Starks went to war, um, and the Tullys, which are the Lords of the Riverlands, joined the Starks because they're related, Tywin Lannister summons the Mountain and tells the Mountain, I want you to set the Riverlands afire and burn every house, every keep, every village, every everything. There's a lot of fucking people in the Riverlands. If you set a mad dog ready to, who's ready to murder and torture and do whatever they want, he killed a lot of people in the Riverlands. People who went uncounted, people who necessarily didn't get torched by dragon fire in front of our faces, but he did it for a long time. They talked about all the, when the Brotherhood Without Banners came around, that's what it was. They were displaced people from the houses in the Riverlands who this guy had fucking tormented, number one. Number two, when Cersei blows up the Sept of Baelor, there's a thousand people, 1,500 people in that, in that church. Wipes out an entire family, the Tyrells. And how about all the people who got hurt when the bell went flying and the building crumbled and in the subsequent explosion and all of that. She wasn't at war with any of those people. And she murdered them. At least Danny was at war with Cersei and, King's, and everything in King's Landing. So you justify her killing? I'm not justifying anything. What I'm saying is that Tyrion is full of shit. Tyrion is saying Danny killed... More people in a single day than my family did. I, I think she did. I think the one... You can't... First of all, you cannot... You can't say... You don't have no idea how many people the mountain killed in the Riverlands. And again, it, what does that matter? She... 
Danny was able to kill more people because she had a dragon. It doesn't make her worse than Cersei and Tywin who killed people indiscriminately for it fucking no reason. It doesn't make her worse. It makes her just as bad. I don't... Okay. So it makes her just as bad as Tywin Lannister doing the Red Wedding. Masterminding the Red Wedding and killing a bunch of people under under the guise of guest rights. Okay. At a wedding. Stabbing Again, a fucking pregnant chick in her belly. Like that. That's cool. No. Okay, that's so not cool. So, but this is my point. That, how is Tyrion arguing that she's worse many, than his family? How many pregnant that's people did Danny kill? Crazy. Yeah, you, that, that's the thing. You don't know how many how many pregnant women got killed by Danny burning down that. Okay, you don't know how many people the mountain killed in the Riverlands how, over I, over I, a prolonged war. It's not. It's not the probably ten thousand people that this chick just killed. All I'm saying in one afternoon. All I'm saying is that. Using his family as a comparison is a bullshit argument. Because see, the way they thought, killed people who they weren't even... Cersei blew up a church. Yeah. What do you think just happened to whatever other churches were in that city when Danny flew over and burned them all mm-hmm. down? All those churches. There could have been multiple, three, four, five she blew different, up one. different religions of churches. and There's not... That doesn't... Whatever. <laughs> There could have been three or four, five, six other churches, even if they're all the same religion, in the same town in different okay, parts but she, of the I'm, town but I'm saying that were destroyed. She, but I'm saying she blew up a church full of people. Like, yeah, okay, okay, all right. So, I get it. so you're totally fine. But what I'm saying is, she's not any better than them. She's not any worse than them. She's just as bad as they are, which still makes her a bad guy because they were the bad guys of the show, the whole. But the ho- show, okay. We're going to get there. So then he talks about Danny feels like she's a child of destiny and that if you believed that you were the person that was going to usher in paradise, wouldn't you kill anyone that stood in your way of paradise? Yes. Okay. How is that any different than what any, what anybody else would do in that spot? If it's you, because you said you agree with it. So if it's you and you believe you are the person who can make the world a better place, wouldn't you do the same thing? Wouldn't you kill whoever you had to kill to achieve that goal? I Yes, I would. Now, okay. if killing that person was flying over, burning down the keep, killing Cersei, your queen, cool. I agree 100%. Right. That's what you got to do. Okay. Flying Beautiful. over the city, burning tens of thousands of innocent people to get to that point? No, I don't. Sorry. Okay. So do you know who whose fucking original planet was? To fly to the Red Keep and burn the fucking Red Keep down with just Cersei in it? Danny's. Danny, that was Danny's plan. Episode one, season seven, when it's her, Yara, Olena, fucking the lady from Dorne, all of them. Do you know who talked her out of that fucking idea? Tyrion. Tyrion. The same person who's now advocating the assassination is the person who fucking caused these, all this shit to begin with. If Danny would have just been able to go, burn the fucking Red Keep, Papa, he was protecting his sister and fucking Jamie, which yeah. is bullshit. If you're Danny's hand and you are giving bad advice to protect your sister and then Danny goes crazy, you're responsible, not her. And now he's advocating her assassination. It was his stupid ass plan to go north and lose one and end up losing one dragon to get the stupid zombie to prove to Cersei, who had just blown up a church full of people. Oh, shit. Uh, look, this threat is coming. And then he believes her 
When she says she's going to send an army north, she doesn't, obviously, because any asshole with a brain would have understood Cersei's not sending you help. So that gave Cersei, hold on, that gives Cersei all the time to build the fucking scorpions, fortify the city, and, and bring all of those people that Danny killed into the fucking walls of the Red Keep to begin with. All of that happened because Tyrion talked her out of going into fucking King's Landing when she first wanted to and burning Cersei down. So you cannot be sitting here justifying him talking about assassinating her when his awful advice is what put Danny in this position to begin with. Yes, we've talked about his awful advice throughout <coughs> other episodes. Right, but we're talking about... If she flies over season one, or two, or three, or four... No, not season one. Whatever, season five, six, whatever. when the dragons are full grown. Show's over. Like, there's no more show, there's no more story. That's not true. And then you know we get... Because you, you, know, you could have just we get, built to the Night King. No, we, then, then we get everybody yelling about how, oh, the writers took the easy way out, they just wrote something off, here we go. You know what? You know what? But I'm not talking about the writers right now. I'm talking about we're in the world. We're pretending the, we the are was, there. Okay, so then mm-hmm. tell me, ask, explain this to me. What was the point of her doing all this shit with the Dothraki and the Unsullied and all the shit if all she had to do is fly three dragons over, burn the fucking place down, sit she, on the throne? She didn't know that. She didn't know that. And when she was collecting the... When she first got the Unsullied, the dragons were fucking tiny. The dragon was... No, the, when she first got the Unsullied, they were big enough to burn down the fucking masters that yeah, he and, wasn't... And, but he, he was... He was uh, a fucking eagle, maybe. Mm-hmm. Of, a fucking condor at best. He wasn't a, the fucking no, full-grown dragon. So, she... I've become useless. No. I have, like, I engaged the conversation. I'm, all I'm trying to ask is, why are we okay with Tyrion thumping for Danny's assassination when he is hugely responsible for the shit, the things that supposedly drove her mad. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like... Would you say that Danny has no personal responsibility for this and because she isn't in control of her own emotions? I'm not, I'm not saying she has um, no personal... Are you personal... insinuating that Danny can't control her emotions because she's a female? That not... seems really, really rude. I'm going to mute your microphone. <laughs> I swear to fucking God, I'm going to mute your microphone. Danny, ha- I'm not saying Danny doesn't own any responsibility for it. Because, I mean, she owns all of it. What I'm, she no, does not own all of it. But what I'm saying is, does she deserve to have this person campaigning for her assassination? Basically based on the fact... Yeah, because she did, she made the decision, man. She okay. was the one who made the decision. Yeah, I, Let I, me ask you this In other my question. opinion, at the end of the day, she was sitting on top of Drogon... She heard the bells ring. Okay. Yep. She made the decision, <laughs> mad awesome. or not, PMSing or not. No, let me get you. Let me ask you this question. Whatever you want to say. Okay. Here, let me it ask. It was her decision to say, mm-hmm. "We're gonna burn." This let me ask out. you this question: One of your kids does something really dumb, and they have to get in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. Do you then go into the mirror and blame yourself because a thousand you- fucking <clears throat> percent, a thousand fucking percent? What if my right. children do something wrong? I have to stop and think, think about what the fuck I did wrong as a parent before I just fucking whoop their ass. I'm sorry. But do they still get their ass whooped? Do they still get in trouble? Do yeah. they still get punished for their actions? But they actions? don't get assassinated. Well, I mean, they're not Obviously, killing people. because like you're they're... not trying to go to jail for the rest of your life. But the they're point is, there's still dragons. consequences to their actions. Okay. Exactly. I understand that, but you know what none the of... The consequences of her action for killing thousands of people? Do you know what none of my kids are? A fucking king or a queen. None oh. of them. <clears throat> okay, but now you're just making the They're argument out to, to, your, okay? on, to like fight on your point. Like, this is, yeah, they are. They are princesses and princes. Sure, he is getting strong like his daddy and me. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this other. Let me ask you this other. This final question about the Tyrion. 
Lovely, uh, lovely debate. Two seasons, uh, two episodes prior, right, when they are in Winterfell and they're talking about their plan after the Battle of Winterfell, right? Tyrion and Jon suggest the following. I watched the people of King's Landing rebel against their king when they were hungry, and that was before winter began. Give them the opportunity and they will cast Cersei aside. We'll surround the city. If the Iron Fleet tries to ferry in more food, the dragons will destroy them. If the Lannisters and the Golden Company attack, we'll defeat them in the field. Once the people see that Cersei is our only enemy, her reign is over. All right. Where basically what they want to do is lay siege to King's Landing and starve out the people until the people revolt and overthrow Cersei. Okay? How is starvation any more humane than killing by dragon fire? I think it's a lot more humane. First, people are not going to let themselves get to the point where they're going to starve. Uh, actually, yes, they are. No, they're going to leave King's Landing. They're not going to leave. Dude, based on the history of this world and on this show, mm -hmm. do you know why Dennis cut Davos' fingers off? Because he was smuggling slaves. No, he was not smuggling slaves. Oh. And where were those laws when Storm's End starved? First we ate the horses. We weren't riding anywhere. Not with a castle surrounded. We couldn't feed them, so fine, the horses. And the cats. Never liked cats, so fine. I do like dogs. Good animals, loyal. But we ate them. Then the rats. The night before you slipped through, I thought my wife was dying. She couldn't speak anymore, she was so frail. And then you made it through the lines. Slipped right through in your little black sail boat with your onions. And potatoes. Some salted beef, I believe. Every man on Storm's End wanted to kiss you that night. I was relieved they did not. Robert told me to hold Storm's End, so I held it. It saved everybody's life in the fucking castle. And even though that happened, he still cut off his fingers for being a smuggler. People withstand sieges in this fucking world for months at a time. People starve and die. Watching your children starve to the and then getting to the point where you decide you're gonna kill the fucking queen is not more humane than getting burned by dragon fire in an instant. You're, there's no argument you can make on that favor. So what the fuck does that make John and Tyrion? Good guys. Yeah. No. I no. I mean, listen. It's 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 a pretty bad plan. But their hopes was. They go starving for a few weeks. They're gonna revolt. They're gonna revolt. Yes. They're gonna make up, or they're or they're gonna just like he said. They're gonna just fucking leave. They're gonna say fuck. We don't need this, and they're gonna leave. Nobody's gonna stop them from leaving. Nobody will stop them. From I mean, leaving. They, if, if even if they tried, even if they tried, it's gonna cause more of a revolt. It's gonna cause more of yeah. a problem. They don't necessarily their, have to revolt. Their and, plan and, was and, not. Oh, we're gonna starve them for eight months until yeah. they all fucking die. Their plan is to. Their plan was to have a siege for as long as it took. Yeah, no, no, they no, no, don't but care. Here, here's yes. what I'm saying. But they their plan, their their hope was that they would revolt against her before it got to the point where but, little kids are starving on the street and dying. Yeah, but they're, all right. And but, here's the thing. 
who's to say that they're not going to leave? And if they try to leave, maybe a Lannister forces are there to stop them. But then again, you're thinking of them going the wrong way. We're thinking of them revolting against Cersei and running into the keep and taking her out. Correct? Uh-huh. And doing wrong. and doing now, and, and they're gonna, and they're going to fight I mean, their way through. You're going to keep talking. We're going to. We're, but we're I'm asking. Them. So they're going to revolt and they're going to fight their way through the Lannister soldiers and the Golden Company because those people aren't going to be starting. The Golden Company weren't She's there yet. Of course, no, they were there. They were there. Of but course, they were there. Were they there at all this season? Eventually, you're talking about. I, mean, I wish you guys How many could see people were in King's Landing? Hundred thousand, maybe. No million millions. People. Millions. Million. Million people. Yeah. It's the you're biggest city in Westeros. Yeah. Millions of people against women and children. Thirty thousand soldiers. Fine. Even if even a million people, let's say three hundred thousand of them are capable fighting men. Fifteen age, you know, fifteen and up. Three hundred thousand men against twenty thousand soldiers. Yeah, but she has to let them. They have to breach the walls of the keep. The it, where where she let them eventually in. Eventually, they, they again. Can, you're thinking of them going towards her, and I'm thinking and of what people if they leaving. Leave? And what if they leave? The the city becomes useless. The, but then, but then they didn't have to. Then you don't have to have a seat. Then you could have done what I told you a couple of weeks ago and just declare fucking Winterfell the new capital and isolate Cersei. Fortify the rest of Westeros. I mean, that would have been good advice if you're yeah, fucking Tyrion I, I, I or Varys or whoever. You know, again, the writing on the show overall we've talked about has been pretty bad this season. We just got, you know, we got to accept that's the plan that they decided to do. All right, I understand that, but they, but, their, but their hopes was that it wasn't going to reach to the point where the entire city was going to starve. Sure, that's their hope. Their hope was that she was going to hear the bells and let it go. That's yeah. not how it happened. What if it didn't happen how they were hoping? But that's also... Her, it was her choice to burn the place down. They hoped she didn't. Just like Tyrion hoped that Cersei would send an army to fight against the right. Night King. She didn't. That was her choice. But... Do you or do you not agree that the choices that Tyrion made from the minute they left fucking Essos until this episode... Largely contributed to a the losses to the loss of two dragons and Missandei and I, and technically Jorah because they were expecting Cersei to send troops up north. I think also. I honestly think that we're not we're not holding the individuals who 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 died, including the dragons, accountable for their own actions. Listen, yeah, you could have made a plan, right? Like I could tell you, hey, I need you to run into that house, that burning house over there to save the child, right? But if you run over there and you're like, whoa, this is really big, I can't do this, and you run back and you save yourself, guess what? My bad plan doesn't mean anything because you made a decision when you were there. You used your insight and your knowledge to call an audible instead of following my plan and saying, I'm gonna save myself. So again, are we holding people accountable or are we not? If Danny goes to the Red Keep Season episode one, season seven. Tyrion's not walking into these people and saying, "Yeah, let's go." If Danny goes to the Red Keep, episode one, season seven, mm-hmm. right, and burns down fucking Cersei. Yeah, does Tyrion not do the same shit, calling her mad? We they were talking about her mad queening from back then. Doesn't that happen anyway? Maybe he does. She loses anyway. Maybe she. Can't, she there was no circumstance under which her unleashing her dragons was going to be acceptable to these people. That's you, the that's you the don't problem. Think if she I goes have. in. Burns down just to keep, kills Cersei. Let's say Danny lets Sansa take the north. You don't think he would have been like, okay, you know, yeah, she's all right. I think if he gives her the advice and she goes against it, it starts the whole thing of I can't control her, I can't manage her, she's not listening to me. What if what if she would have agreed to Which do all that for our current political situation? What if she does that? Kills Cersei, 
gets Sons of the North, marries John. Agrees, you know, okay, we're going to get married. We're going to rule together. La, 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 la. You don't think Tyrion would have been like, okay, you know. I mean, yeah, if, okay. if what ifs were real, we'd all be shitting ice cream. So, all right. Like, so then the other the other thing that he talks <laughs> about that you mentioned earlier was, because I now what I want to do is transition straight into the Danny John speech because these two things are so closely related, right? So the other thing he talks about is how she doesn't want to share power, right? She she wants it on her own. She doesn't want to share power. So Danny and John are talking. And what does Danny tell John? That she wants to be with him. She says, I want you to build the world with me. You and I, we get to choose. Yeah, All the things that they are like, accusing yeah. her of not saying, she's saying right there in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. That's like when you get married and, you know, yeah, dude. she Anda wants la to puta build madre. A, a family with you and then she makes every decision and you just nod your head and smile. Bro, dude, okay, well, I, he still, I just still don't nod. I he, still don't nod. Or, I, I, no. I, yeah. I, no, 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 no. I not I mean, I mean he, like, but that's not the point. The point is I understand if she goes, no, bitch, Neil, whatever, fine, Mad Queen. But that's not what she said. She ought, she told her do that. Yeah, she I mean, they make it seem like it's all exactly. roses and peaches at first. Uh huh. So, so they're still in the they're still in the newlywed phase of their relationship. Everything is is yeah, acceptable right at this now. point. Yeah. So I, if she says the wrong thing, she's bad, and if she says the right thing, she's bad. I mean, isn't that the day to day life no, we live in as it's husbands? Not, it's not just what she says, but it's we're talking actions that she just. But what? But she, dude, she did one in the entire course of fucking seven of eight seasons. She did one thing we disagree with, and she's a bad guy. I mean, she's being held to a higher standard than anybody else. This, you're holding her to a higher standard than Tyrion could be held to. Tyrion did plenty of fucked up shit. Yeah, but there's a reason why Tyrion was not gonna. He's, hey. the, hand of, the, he's the hand of the fucking king. He won. He basically won. He fucked her over, what? had her assassinated, and that, then he That's because he's a fucking genius John again. ends up in fucking prison, and he ends up handing the king. It's fucking ridiculous. That's because he's a genius You cannot again. be defending mm -hmm. this. Yeah, no, he's, he he's a genius. Well, he was imprisoned, and he became a genius, he's a genius. again. Yeah. I, I agree. I think he is a genius. I, I think know, I, Wow, that, now that you've explained it this way, holy cow, this show wasn't about the Starks. It was about Tyrion Lannister. God, dude. He was a badass character. I, I, yeah. I, he was a badass dope. character seasons dope. one through five. Oh, no. Nah, Here we go again. Yeah, he was great still. Yeah, Listen, boring. here's the thing. In seasons one through seven, they had so much dead weight into this story. Season eight, they cut it all off, and they got to the point in the meat. I got meat in this story. I didn't get any bones. I didn't get any fat, and I didn't get any gristle. This son of a bitch is just... <laughs> <laughs> you, turn, you turn my mic off because I'm making points. I turn your mic off because you're just trolling. And it's I'm annoying. No, I'm I, not. I think a lot of the other decisions that Terry made, some of them were bad. Obviously, the first dragon going down was bad. The second dragon going down, that's just bad planning by like Danny. the whole council. Like again, are we not holding the dragon accountable? No, he didn't it's see Danny. it. It's everybody. Like like you, we talked about. You have Bran on your side that can fucking look. Papa, but okay, you. At my job, let's put it to you like this. At my job, everybody's got a fucking certain role, right? The teller is the teller. That's the person who takes your money. Fucking the banker can't do that, right? The teller cannot sell you shit. That's the banker's job. The manager's job is to get yelled at, so on and so forth, right? 
Do you know whose fucking job it is to do all of this shit that we're talking about? The hand, my dude. The same job that Tywin did. I understand, dude. It's all like, that time. Okay, but that's to, on to me, you. It, to me, it's like you work at a job. You're the manager of a store. You have assistant managers, right? Mm-hmm. Assistant to the manager. Assistant managers, whatever. Then oh. you have the role players that do their part. You have the cashier, the stock boy, the yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Tyrion's an assistant manager. Mm-hmm. The manager still has to approve all the bullshit that the assistant manager is doing. No, 100% that's not true. 100% the well, assistant well, manager does not have the... Because um, if, what if they're not there? What if, what if they have multiple assistant managers? Exactly. Are you saying the, that Danny was so inept as a... have like three assistant managers? Are you, yeah, but what, what, what... Yeah, but... I think you I think, have one that's running the store at any one time. I think there's a point you're missing here. Yes, dude, you're saying ma- that Danny was so inept that she didn't build in fail-safes to some of these things? That's what I'm saying. Like, at the end of the day, it's, Danny has to check off on all these fucking decisions. Like, there was no checks and balances? That they're passing on to her. Like, Tyrion just had rules? I understand that. Like, an assistant manager can't just go and say, hey, I'm going to hire seven new nope. cashiers. I, am, I understand that. I'm not absolving Danny of her responsibility. Kind of feels like you are. No. But what I'm telling you is that if this is the advice that she's getting and from this person, and then this person is who she followed his advice. It's not that she didn't do the things he said. Hold on. She did everything he suggested up until she burned all those people. Yes or no? Yeah. Pretty much. Yes or no? Thank you. She, she did everything he suggested. It fucked her over, and now he's pissed at her for listening to her. This is what I'm trying to tell you. It's not about absolving Danny, but he's he is the same person advocating for her death. Yeah, I, th- I think. I understand, he, but that's I get fucking it. hypocritical. I mean, it's also it's human nature. It's also conniving. It's human nature, but. She still checked off on all those fucking decisions. She yep. could easily said, "You know what? Yep, that one I don't like. Mm. I think we're gonna do this." Understandable, okay. but that th- but again, is her listening to him worth getting assassinated over? Maybe that's his plan. All right, fine. If, that, and yeah, if they would have spun it that way, if they would have, if the show would have shown us that, if they would have given us one line that this was Tyrion's plan all along, then I have no argument. But that's not what they said. I love her, not as successfully as you, but I believed in her with all my, with all my heart. That's what he said. And how do you know word he's not lying? for fucking word. Why is he lying to John in that spot? I don't know. Maybe he wants to lie to John. Okay. Because so so John, now we're just making he, shit up. Because he wants John to believe that he loved her so that John would go off and kill her. Okay. All right. So Danny, Danny speaks to John when she's talking about building a better world, breaking the wheel with him. Having him be her partner, none of that suggests she's insane. Would you agree? I've heard crazy women talk like that before. I never want to leave you. Let's do everything together. That's not what she said. I mean, pretty. Not she a, said, not a I, "I want you to help me do this with me. Not we're gonna be together forever, and we're gonna carve our fucking names with knives into our fucking chests." Well, John kind of did that, right? so i'm just saying in my point of view none of what she said in that speech Uh was like oh shit this bitch is crazy i mean no i I, in that specific speech i can see that as being like okay yeah maybe what she's saying is not crazy but the speech she had before to the unsullied and whatever i'm gonna conquer the world how How's that crazy, dude? No, but the way Any she was conqueror. the way she was talking, the way she was it wasn't just what she said, the look on her face, the way yeah. she was 
it was kind of messaging. carrying herself. It, it wasn't that it was a, of somebody nah, just saying, listen, I, propaganda. I, I'm sorry, bro. I, and then even before that, she burns down the whole fucking city and kills. Yep. Okay, everybody on this show has done fucked up shit. Yes, she just, she asked, John. No, she asked, she asked John. She asked John. What did, what did John do to Ollie? He hung, hung him. him. A kid hung him, which is a slow and painful death. Far more slow than Dragonfire. Hung yeah, him. Yeah. Why? Because he pissed him off. No, because Ollie killed him. He so, ki- so you think it's better for and her to a, kill... And he was a child. You think it's better for her to kill Tyrion, who's the size of a child, for treason, but not for somebody killing you? Bro. A child. He oh. still fucking killed you. All I'm, I, I'm not saying John shouldn't have killed Ollie. You're not... You're not what, do you think, what do you think Danny would have done to Tyrion if she found <clears throat> out that Tyrion was telling John to kill her? Kill him. All right. And he didn't even... And, 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 I mean, like, Tyrion didn't even do it. I understand. This, this, physically killed John. I understand that. I'm not saying the kid didn't get what he should have got, but it's still a fucked up thing to do to kill, to kill a child, to hang a child. I mean, listen, if we're being honest, if a child stabs me and I come back from the dead, that child's hanging like Ollie. Okay. All I'm saying is that everybody at some point in this world has done some fucked up shit. Yeah. So... And I think that's what makes them a, the a r- relatable character. The difference is that she's got a fucking dragon. Anybody else in that position... Would have done. Would do the same thing. I mean, I, I don't think I don't. Here's the thing. He's he's a Danny apologist. I'm not so. a Danny apologist. I all I'm saying is that I find it unrealistic for the person. <laughs> what I mean, the, one dragons unrealistic. But one of the people who led her astray, whose job it was to advise her, who betrayed her repeatedly to be advocating for her, her assassination, and then for her to get assassinated. I I can understand if. She was giving that speech to the unsullied in that moment and blah, blah, blah. And John runs up with long claw and stabs her. Fine. You're scared because she's giving a speech that scares you. Even though nobody can, like, John does not speak fucking Dothraki. So it's not oh, like they could That's why they didn't write that in. Because that would have been ridiculous. It's not like they could understand what she, she was saying anyway. We were going off the look on her face. Okay, so one of the parts that I kind of had an issue with. I mean, I figured John would have said something that he killed Danny because John's just a pussy like that. John is the George like, Washington I was thinking, of our like, story. How does anybody know that he fucking killed her? They were the only two people there, and drove around, took her fucking body. It's not like they found her body with his dagger. Yeah, in her why John's a fucking idiot. Yeah, so super. Like, why the fuck are you even gonna say anything to begin with? Because he's You're John. Good. He's George Washington. Well, what's the explanation? Yeah, yeah exactly. Of how, why? Where she why? Yeah. And at least if if, if if you're gonna have him do that, show it. It would have taken what a thirty yeah, second show, clip. Show that instead of, of the him fucking... being I'm sorry, I had to. She was blah 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 blah. blah and Grey Worm taking him prisoner. Yeah, Whatever. instead of Tyrion walking for twenty minutes or yeah, rearranging chairs, exactly. show us that. I agree, hundred percent. But the that. scene where okay, so the scene where Drogon kind of saw John coming into the throne room and just kind of looked at him and kind of like, okay, it's just you type of thing. That to me kind of felt like Drogon has accepted him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had told you before the show started that I didn't think Drogon was gonna kill John. Yeah, you, you guys, you were talking about oh, it'd be cool if you know Drogon and John get in a fight and somehow John beats Drogon. I was, the whole time I was thinking Drogon's not gonna kill him. Yeah, I think Drogon kind of either senses that he's Targaryen or yeah, yeah. knows uh, he, there's he, something he sense, about him. Yeah, he clearly he senses that. So to me, that's why I, I thought it was pretty symbolic when he burned down the throne and not john but dragon dragons have killed other targaryens before okay fuck yeah you can punch holes in every fucking argument i'm saying in that instance no i'm just saying you guys have been doing to me for fucking 10 minutes but like okay dragons have killed other targaryens great he sent something in john that again well at at that time he i'm I'm guessing well he he just smelled him he is like a dog he smelled him he recognized him he's not a threat yeah but he was wrong 
He Which was is wrong. why he blew up the, the Iron Throne because he was pissed. Yeah, I, I think it was symbolic. Maybe, who knows? We don't know. Maybe he's fucking more intelligent than we think and he realized that John didn't kill her. It was her thirst for the, cr- right. for the crown that killed but her. But if that's the case, then when we're talking about the things that are bad about the season and this episode in general, the showrunners should have done a better job of establishing how intelligent dragons are the whole okay. way through. If, if we're going to have that symbol at that point, it's more meaningful if we know that it's a symbol and not we're stipulating he, that it's a symbol. He wanted Drogon to do it and then look at the camera and with a British accent and go, well, I've done this because I did not believe no. that. <laughs> they could have done a million things throughout the fucking course of the show to yeah, to signify could, dragon intelligence. I, I, it's not I, that I hard. I don't think they were going to write in the last season of the show. Could they have done it? Yeah. Season four? Six. Seven, nine. six, yeah, whatever, fine. Not nine. But they're not going to write in the last three episodes of the show. If the petition right, wins. You know? I understand. But all I'm saying is that that's part of the... If you're if you're making that choice to write that here and you didn't set that up before, it's bad writing. It yes. makes it makes yes. it a bad no, episode. Listen, at the end, at the end of the, the, the whole thing... It makes and, it a bad it's, point It's kind of, of a the cop-out you know, for, for the show that we're doing right now. It's kind of a cop-out just to say all this stuff was just bad writing. Let's just chalk it up at that, the, this... Episode, all right, but that's what we're talking about. 30 seconds. But that's what we're discussing, though. We're but, discussing you guys, you were ambivalent about the episode. He liked the episode. I didn't like the episode. What we're discussing is, yeah, how the episode was written. It, it's bad writing. It's bad writing. Yeah, that's the what, whole season has been bad writing in general. But okay, I, I, I just like the symbolism behind him burning down the throne and not killing John. Okay, I, th- I think it would have been cheesy if it would just lit John up and flown away, and that's it. I, I. I see. I think it would have been more meaningful because you. How does it change the story at all? Him burning down the throne doesn't change the. It's it a cool symbol, but doesn't change the story at all. Him killing John changes the rest of the outcome of the story. How? So when you get to the fucking council meeting, you they don't, don't have, have John to, to bargain. You, you don't have right. You don't have John to argue about. John doesn't get sent. So now, here's the, the, the final piece of the John whatever before we get into the brand's coronation. John, after all of this, gets sent to prison, right? Yeah. For doing exactly what mm-hmm. Tyrion, the hand of the king, wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the Unsullied were mad. To your first point, who gives a fuck about what the Unsullied yeah. care? Like, they're leaving. I could understand if they would have accepted the offer to populate the Reach and they're mad. Sure. I could even understand if one of the Dothraki was standing there next to fucking Drogon and they're like, yeah, we're going to stay and you whatever. Fine. But you're leaving. Bye. Yeah. Also, Westeros and now the North are two separate kingdoms and your sister's queen of the North. Send them to Winterfell and have them ride off. And She can be like, okay, cool. That's his judgment by by Westeros, but I'm the queen of the North and I pardon you. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I don't think John would have accepted it. That's that's what I was about to say. John's character would have been like, no, but he would have killed the queen, and he would have fucking gone I, up there anyways. I vehemently disagree. He when him and Tyrion meet, when Tyrion tells him his sentence, John's questioning himself. Did I do the right? Th-? Like for when Tyrion first tells him, he's not happy about it. Like you, you talking about? Did facials. he say it? Did he say he was happy? Did he say Did he was you? not happy? So it's cool when we talk about Danny's facial expressions, but it's not cool when I talk about John's. Him not being happy or him more in shock that they 
are not going to kill him. Kill him. Yes. I, I, it looked to me like he, it wasn't something he was very happy about. I thought he was more in shock and, that they and, weren't going to murder him. And here's my other problem. Here's like what my problem with that part is, is I wouldn't have minded where John ended up if it's would have happened how you said last week. And it's a choice that John made. John did the thing and he accepted his fucking responsibility. And he said, I don't want the crown. I'm good. I'm going Send back me north. Off. Yeah. But when they have this fucking council meeting, no one even discusses the fact that John's fucking Aegon Targaryen and that he's the rightful remaining heir to the Iron Throne. It doesn't even get brought up one time. One time. So, defender of the show, tell me, Mm -hmm. how do you explain that? Well, I explained that John's uh, lineage doesn't matter anymore. And I think the show is trying to tell you that just because your family history dictates that you should be one way or the other... You don't necessarily have to be like that. And so then that, why so then why is it that the lords and ladies of the fucking realm are the ones that get to choose? It's their family lineage. Not all of them. Some of them are new lords and ladies. The, one of them. And and uh what's his face? Davos is not a lord that's, at all. That's yeah, he was. He was knighted by fucking Robert Bar- uh, by Stannis Baratheon. Yeah, Stannis so. who has no claim. Alright, but but doesn't matter. He was given a lordship and he was a hand, and the point is that when Sam brought up the fucking possibility of having the... Democracy, everyone vote. Everybody vote. They said, fuck that. What the fuck do they know for that? You give your dog or a horse a vote. It has to be the lords and ladies. It has to be the people with family lineage or newfound family lineage. But you mm-hmm. got to be people with power. Okay. So, John being Aegon Targaryen matters. Especially because that's part of what fucking Tyrion told him when he was convincing him. He says, it matters more than anything you could think. You were on the dragon. You la la la. Like, you... This was That's a pretty good impersonation, by the way. That sounded pretty good. Thank you. They used that as an argument. So, why does John's lineage, after all of this shit to get us here, why doesn't it matter now? Like, it doesn't bother you that it was seemingly only used as a plot device to further Danny's quote unquote madness? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's not good writing. But yes, they used it just for that reason, unfortunately. Yep, I agree. Now, again, another 30 second episode. Uh, not episode clip of him just saying, "Oh, I don't care about my lineage. I just don't want it. I wouldn't want to be king anyways." Uh, blah 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 blah. It solves would take thirty seconds. It solves the problem. I just don't like the fact that you know he did this. He saved the world a bunch of times. Yeah. Because he was the one who told everybody about the Night King threat. First, he saved the the wall from the wildling attack. Then he saved the wildlings from Hardhome as many as he could. Then he. Was the one who went and got Danny and convinced Danny to go fucking north. This dude has saved the world over and over again, and he gets sentenced to prison. And Tyrion well, gets a promotion. I mean, not, yeah, but now Lane maybe, Kiffin. maybe he leaves and he's going to become king of the north. Maybe he does become king of something, king of the north. And then but, now you have but, king of the north. But he didn't, wild, but he didn't the make that choice. They stripped him of that. Like yeah. it, it's it <clears> takes <throat> away. Like I his mean, agency takes away his heroism. I, I, I agree. I just I I feel from his character that he wouldn't have accepted it anyway. Yeah, I understand. I that. agree. But I'm, I'm not saying he should have taken away that his, choice. We agree from a thousand percent. I'm not saying he should have been. He king. ended up exactly where he wanted to be in the end. I I'm absolutely not, agree. That I understand that. I'm just not happy about how we got there. Okay. Okay. One question. Because I had this argument with V. Do you feel that brand new? Everything that was gonna happen. Oh, we're getting there. That's that's the that's my and maybe this is why. That's my okay. fucking out the park. So, so, but wait, one thing I do want to mention because you kind of 
shitted on me about this. What happened to leaderless armies? What do you mean? We were talking about, oh, but, oh, but what's going to happen if Danny dies in the Unsullied and the, 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 the Thraki? They're just going to ride around and kill everything. What happens to leaderless armies? Some guy says, you guys can hop on a boat and head back. Okay. No, and their they were, leader, they were their leader said, they we're were. hopping on a boat and heading back. Yeah, their leader. Grey Worm was their leader. And their leader said, we're leaving. He was the leader of the Unsullied. Who was the leader of the Dothraki? But we don't know what happened to the Dothraki because the show didn't tell you. You saw them getting on boats. They got on boats, man. They're on boats. You saw them getting on boats. They showed the Unsullied getting on boats. No, they're on their way back to Essos. They showed Dothraki getting on boats as well. There was Dothraki getting on boats. Maybe the Dothraki accepted. Maybe the Dothraki accepted fucking Grey Worm as their leader. That's not the point. The, the no, but the point is leaderless armies. But they're, are they're not leaderless. Useless. Grey Worm is their leader. He was the one speaking for the fucking right, Grey Council. You were, you were telling me, oh, but if Danny dies, they could just blah 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 blah. They, they, they should have, have. this army, and they could, should have and could have and would have are different things. Okay, they don't because. But they're not leaderless. So your argument is no, moot because they're, they're not leaderless. They're leaderless. That's, they're not leaderless. He's they're their leaderless. leader. He they was. Got, they got he, their he held Tyrion prisoner, and he held John prisoner. He's the reason John got sent to the wall. He's, it's not because Sansa wanted him there. So they respected him enough to fucking condemn John to prison. He's their leader, because he could have just exec- anyway. he could have just executed John if he wanted to. He had, he was their prisoner. He could have executed Tyrion if he wanted to. He was their prisoner. So he was speaking for the entire army at that point. I understand your your premise, but he's their leader. And yeah. they and they made the, they didn't get put on boats. They were offered to stay. They chose to leave. Yes or no? They got their punk asses put on boats. They were they were offered to stay mm-hmm. and they chose to leave. Yes or no? I'm gonna say no, no, because they. So didn't. Davos offered him to yes. stay. Yes, and, and they yes, chose to leave. They didn't want to. Yes or no? Yes, they still got their punk ass put on boats. How? That doesn't make any off. sense. If they made the choice to leave, they didn't get put anywhere. You can't have both. Nah, leaderless army. He didn't. They, okay. they, they had no point. They had no point. Yeah. Okay. They had no point. So, Bran. Sure. Bran gets nominated king of fucking blah blah because it's a good story. Which, how'd you feel about that? Awesome. Cool, man. I thought that. Okay, so here's the thing. I liked that they explained it a little bit. They said, "Listen, you can't have kids. We're not going to be beholden to that to any bastard children of this guy. Like, we're good. You know what I mean? So I'm cool with it. Why is Tyrion the person who gets allowed to nominate the king as a prisoner? Because because he can. becomes the smartest guy in Westeros again. Okay, that's why. I mean, they gave him a cool little speech. So he gives yeah. Bran's resume, mm-hmm. including Bran being the three-eyed raven, which half of those people there have no fucking idea yeah. what that is. Okay. Here's my my belief to your question, where you asked about Bran knowing all this all along. I think he does, and I think that makes him the worst bad guy on the show, because. That means he knew all if, if his point was, I'm going to end up here. This is where I'm supposed to end up. He allowed all of those people in King's Landing to get flamed. Okay. He allowed yeah. Jorah and Missy and Rhaegal and Danny and all of that shit to happen so that he could end up on the throne. You're a bad guy. Anywhere along this step, he could have been like, yo, by the way, Dragonstone, there's an ambush. Just because they didn't ask him doesn't mean he couldn't yeah. volunteer the information. Hey, there's an ambush at Dragonstone. Hey, by the way, they fortified yes, then, then, all of the ben, castle walls. Does that, does that with not Ballista. change the future? Maybe that changes the future. Maybe he all right. All those stuff so, happened for him to get to that point. Maybe, so that makes him a bad guy. Maybe if you seen, maybe with, okay. Maybe he's seen the future far enough that he knows him sitting on the throne is going to lead to the greatest Westeros 
but we don't. Get, but we don't get that. So that's an assumption. I'm talking about based on the information we have. Okay, he but, withheld okay, the information. Okay, but we're assuming that he can see the future. No, they've said he can see the future. They've but said he said it he lives the in the past. Uh, but it doesn't matter. On the show, season three, he said, I see the 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 sea coming to Winterfell. And then, boom, Theon Greyjoy and the fucking Ironborn take over Winterfell. I saw my dad dead. And then the next fucking episode, Ned's dead. He's seen the future since like ep- since like okay. season two. Now, what, One. If, what if he sees the future, but he doesn't see the steps that get to that future? What if he sees the future he sees is him sitting on the and throne? And he also saw the future when he saw fucking Drogon flying over King's Landing. And then we see the King's Landing. He saw the future with the ash covering the throne room when Danny was in it. And we like we saw all that. He saw the future. Okay. So he allowed, regardless of whether... This is the problem. This is where that argument is. You just said, what if he sees that 50 years on the road, the West Road is going to be the best ever? That means he was willing to sacrifice all of those innocent people for paradise. Yeah. Yes or no? That's what fucking Danny did, and she got killed for it. She killed all those innocent people because she thought she could deliver paradise, and they killed her for it. So Bran is a fucking bad guy, or Danny's not a bad guy. You can't have it both ways. Okay, so, so okay, this kind of, to me, it's kind of like the Thanos thing with the finger snap. Mm-hmm. Is he a bad guy or is he a merciful ruler? Is he a good guy with a really bad plan? But if he's, if Bran's not a bad guy, Danny's not a bad guy. Danny can't, Danny got killed for the same thing that Bran just did. So... That that's where like the, I can understand the like the people who are really crazy. Danny stands and mm-hmm. are super pissed off. I get it because he just ended up king by allowing her fall and allowing all those millions or hundreds of thousands or whatever people in King's Landing to die. Okay, that it, seems it, very Games of Thronesy. Right, cool. But then them celebrating Bran like, oh shit, this guy's gonna be the best king ever is yeah. is bullshit. Also, can we say, because I, I saw somebody mention this the other day, can we say that Tyrion prefers having Bran because Bran seems like he's going to be, like you said earlier, kind of like an absentee fucking landlord. Or he's going to actually and run Tyrion's going to run the shit. Like, yeah, maybe. I wouldn't have a lot of problem with that if they would have mentioned that. Like, if that would have been, yeah. right, if that would have been indicated in any way, and it, they didn't. So when we're talking about the, the, the quality of the show... And the episode itself, that I didn't like that. Okay. All right. Awesome. I love getting fucking heated about this shit. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Like, I was telling Ferry before you guys got here. I, you know, and I, I told you a little bit. It's like talking about this. I've been exhausted all week, like thinking about it and talking about it and planning for the sh- the, this shit or whatever. Because like, I've talked to so many people. Mm-hmm. But I've everybody I've talked to, I've only given like these little bits snippet, yeah. because I've been wanting to save this for this and I've, this has been building for like a week. Uh, like a week. It's like busting that it's like a fucking one week nut. nut. Yeah. That's where I'm at, bro. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's, it, you can see it that way. The people 50, 60, 70 years from then are going to look at Brian and be like, you know, A, most of them are not going to know we can see the future because like you said, nobody knows what the fuck a third eye raven is. Right. And then the, the the kids growing up in this paradise, maybe he be, turns it into like the best Westeros ever. They're not going to see him as a make Westeros great again. Yeah, make Westeros, Westeros great again. They're not going to see him as a tyrant, what? as a somebody that burned down the city. They're but not we, see but you can say the same thing about Danny. 
time but, but time her legacy would've... is still going to be that she burned down that city and killed thousands but if or she millions starts, of but people. if she starts making shit better that shit gets washed away really quickly the same way Cersei blowing up fucking the Sept of Baylor seems to get washed away if if she makes it better well if Bran makes it better we don't know yeah. what we're assuming again but we're I'm saying this assuming that he was able to see the future and able to see him sitting on the throne and making everything yeah, but change. He, but he still allowed you know, those people re- to die. What is it? What do they say? Uh, changing the wheel or whatever? Breaking, breaking the wheel. Breaking the wheel. Yeah, yeah. breaking yeah. the wheel. He still allowed those people to die. Yeah, okay. And uh, whatever. I don't know. I just think it's... I think I think it's crap for them to say he's... And I, Aaron Rodgers said that the same shit. Did you see that in his interview? I, I kind of... He said he said the he said the same thing. He was like, so, I mean, whatever. He said the same thing, pretty much. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking repeat it. Uh, what else? Okay, so so stupid question. Yeah. You can delete this if you want later. If a guy, let's say, in another country, doesn't have any medical people like watching or whatever, he tests a certain medication on thousands of humans. And eventually cures cancer, but kills thousands of humans in the process mm-hmm. to save millions later. Mm-hmm. Is he a bad guy? No, I, Complex characters, man. This sto- that's what the story is all are about. They, are really. the are the people volunteering to get tested on, or no. they just no, no, no. fucking no, they're just, no, no, no. I mean, they're getting vo- they're volunteering to get tested on, but they don't know what they're getting tested. He's saying, "Hey, this is a medication. I'm gonna pay you five hundred bucks." If they if they are not given the full information. And they don't have all the information they need to actually make a choice. He's a bad guy, regardless of what his the ends. Even might, though he's curing cancer and he's saving millions, the ends might justify the means, right? The cure yeah. for cancer well, that, might, that, but that, but, but that's that doesn't. That's, 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 how I, that's how I feel about Brand, not Danny. The ends for Brand. Why can justify the means? It's the same number of people dead. It's the same number of people but dead. But the end might justify the means. Okay, again, again, we don't know. But the we could. We don't know the end. But the thing is, the the end for that. Like, think about. What Danny's platform was up until this moment, liberate slaves, make sure there's no slavery, build a better world. She never said, I want to fucking enslave the universe and burn everybody. So her platform has always been, I want to build a better world. So it's reasonable to assume that enemies notwithstanding, her ideal situation would be to build a better world. The The problem is her... Deciding who her enemies are. That's the problem. Like, your enemies is, are your is, enemies. Is John going to be okay with her burning down Winterfell because Sansa doesn't want to bend the knee? Of course not. Right. But you know what? John, what did John tell Tyrion? They're going to follow the fucking queen. When he when he leaves the room, he's like, Arnold. I they're Arnold Schwarzenegger. Gonna, and you know what? If when when it's Danny tells John. I want you to rule the world with me, blah, blah, blah. Who's to say John can't, the way we do, in our real fucking world, little by little, be like, babe, I'm going to go play Overwatch later. Ah! Is it cool if I play Overwatch later? Like, you you maneuver it until you get what you want. Like, it, it's there's nothing to say that he's not he's not going to be capable of doing that, other than he's a fucking brooding idiot. He's a but pussy. Maybe That's he lays the pipe down and she likes it. Obviously, she did. Um, so I do have a couple thoughts about the whole season. All right. So I'm going to read these in no particular order. And I would love to get a opinion from you about this. All right. So <clears throat> first and foremost, let's talk about some of the good things season eight had. Okay. First and first up, season eight created a number 
of great jobs in Brexit-stricken Belfast. Can we all agree that if it weren't for D&D, these people wouldn't have had jobs and gotten paid, correct? Sure. Hands down, the best CGI I've seen on TV? Sure. Okay. Uh, can we agree that there was too much dead weight seasons one through seven? The writers got straight to the point and nope. the essence of medieval fantasy and cut all the junk off? Nope, absolutely nope. not. Yeah, that, that the, This show, the, the quality of this show was built around... Mm-hmm. And it's funny, characters, yeah. I was having this conversation with uh, Mo's brother, Raul. Weezy! Um, because he hasn't watched the show in its entirety. Mm-hmm. So we were discussing that and I told him that my favorite moments on the show, and I think a lot of people would would agree, were the little moments. Like Tywin and Arya mm-hmm. when she was his cupbearer yeah, and hammer. Cup uh, the conversations mm-hmm. that Varys and Littlefinger have. You know, the chaos is a ladder one. Or the other ones that they had throughout the course of the show. Th- those little moments, those character building moments, being able to develop so many characters to your point and not just have it be about the Starks and shit like that is what made the show awesome. Anything okay. with Martell in it was fantastic. Yeah. All, mm-hmm. and, and the, you know what was a really underrated scene? There was a conversation that him and Varys had in the fucking throne room. Did you do you remember that? Uh, um, like season four. Yeah, yeah. Oberyn was only in season four, and that was an awesome scene, dude. When yeah, they were talking I don't about what they said, but it was awesome. Prince Oberyn, Lord Varys. Only Varys. I'm not actually a noble man. No one is under obligation to call me Lord. And yet everyone does. You seem quite knowledgeable about the Unsullied. Did you spend much time in Asos? Five years. May I ask why? It is a big and beautiful world. Most of us live and die in the same corner where we were born and never get to see any of it. I don't want to be most of us. Most of us aren't princes. <laughs> you are from Essos. Where? Lys. I have an ear for accents. I've lost my accent entirely. I have an ear for that as well. <laughs> How did you get here? It's a long story. One you don't like telling people. People I trust. My paramour, Eladia, she would find you very interesting. You should come to the brothel and meet her. We've brought our own wine. Not the swill they serve here. We have some lovely boys on retainer, but... You did like boys before. Really? Girls, hmm. I hope you won't be offended when I say I never would have guessed. Not at all. But I was never interested in girls, either. What then? Nothing. Everybody is interested in something. Not me. When I see what desire does to people, what it's done to this country, I am very glad to have no part in it. Besides, the absence of desire leaves one free to pursue other things. Such as? conversation just those little bits oh the freaking uh the little old lady that um 
Olena and Jamie. High, high, high Garden. Oh, oh my god. Every gosh, every scene awesome. she was on talking. She was fantastic. When the the scene with um Oberyn volunteering to fight for fucking Tyrion and he tells him the story about what Cersei did to him as a baby. Again, I Cersei. Um all, th- those are what made the show. So I think mm-hmm. that's what a lot of people's objections to this season are is that we didn't get it. Like episode two of this season was the highest rated episode of the season. Right. And what, what do we what was why was that the knighting of Brienne, the, the fucking little fireside chat that all these guys had. That's what made the show. man. OK, so there were a lot of complaints this season about plot armor. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, plot armor, this plot armor, that everyone had plot armor. You know, that's why they couldn't die. Can we just admit that this season was bulletproof? Yeah, and I think the whole Arya being death and riding on the white horse thing, I think it was just people reading in too much bullshit. No, I thought that was cool, but I think it would have been it would have been more impactful had she actually done something that episode. That's what I'm saying. Had she done something, had she killed somebody, had she be the one that killed Danny or Grey Worm? Or some shit like that. Because that's yeah. all she had to do. Kill Grey Worm and be like, fuck you, John ain't going anywhere. Yeah. And, you know, Tyrion's free or whatever the fuck you want to do with Tyrion. I don't care. But she kind of didn't fucking play do a role anything. except for killing the Night King, which was fantastic. Yeah. But, again, but that, that's that, pretty that, much where her but that arc to, ended for some stupid reason. That, to reason. me, was a, another miss on the show. Yeah. Cinematically, it would have been fucking awesome had she been dressed as a White Walker and done it. Same fucking outcome, but just the whole point of her being able to swap faces and do that shit and the whole blue eyes and whatever that, that the fucking Red Witch told her. Well, she said she was going to shut blue eyes forever, not wear blue eyes. That's okay, weird. whatever. I mean, it would have been cool if she would have been fucking dressed as a White Walker when it happened and we would have been like, oh, what the fuck? And then stab oh. and then peels the face off and then just fucking awesomeness. Well, she like, would have had to somehow isolate one of the White Walker generals and then kill him. That's, they were all walking together. The whole, they were all together the whole it, time. It didn't have to be a fucking general. It could have just been any fucking White Walker. No, but the, a white... Like, the zombie things aren't White Walkers. White Walkers are the generals. The other things are just whites. Okay, it could have been a white. Fine. It could have been a white. Dressed as a fucking undead white guy with the blue eyes. But they don't have blue eyes. The only ones that have... Okay, fine. No, yes. they have sure, blue eyes. When sure. they fucking yeah, yeah, wake okay. up, they have the fucking... Yeah, yeah you're, right, the blue you're eyes. right. You're right. I know. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> just dress like that. Be, be looking like one of the fucking Dothraki, undead, blue-eyed fucking demon people. Stab that motherfucker in the face. Peel the face off. That would have been... Just cinematically, it would have been a fucking cool little story thing. Sure. It doesn't change the story. It just... It's, yeah, it would have looked cool. Yeah. Just a miss, I think, in the season. Yeah, I get you. Whatever. I would have liked to see it. I, I just, I don't like where she ended. The whole thing, I'm going to go sail around the world when yeah. she could have just asked no, Brent, yo, so what's that way? Okay. We're good? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, and how did they get the boat so quickly? They had they boats go, there. They're, they're in King's Landing. Boat with time, the wolf on it time, and wolf they, sails. They and just, you, time, time just traveled. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you think it would have been... They had to have enough time for, to march the army. Remember when Sansa tells Grey Worm, the, there's a thousands of Northmen outside your city. Well, they had to have time to march. Mm-hmm. Oh, they could all march when they all came down at the same time. Yeah. Do you think it would have been funny had Sam opened up the book of uh, when he opened up the book to show the small council? If he would have then said, "But it's not finished yet." Yeah, that would have been interesting. Do you think it would have been like a kind of a callback to George? Yeah. Did you hear what he said today? Right, he said that he he will finish the next book by twenty twenty. Like it's, it's no, I, the one I read, he said he didn't want to give a date. 
but this was a couple of days ago, so maybe it's like a no. This was from one. today, yeah. Okay, and they asked him, "Does it end the same as the show?" And he's like, "Yes and no, and yes and no." Yeah. And he went Super back and forth again. for like. So the book that he's writing now that he wants to finish by twenty twenty, that's the last of the books. Because remember the in that's, the, the that's, book that's, that's book no, six. That's book six. Yeah, because remember yeah. in so the book right now, more. John has just been yeah. stabbed in the yeah. books. Yeah. In the oh, books right now, John shit. just died. I haven't read the books. Danny is with. The, the Dothraki find Danny when, you know, she flies away yeah. from the dragon pit. Stannis is still alive, and he's about to go march on Winterfell. Battle of the Bastards hasn't, hasn't happened, happened yet. Because no, John's dead. Okay, my Sansa is in the veil with Littlefinger still. Best character. Um, and Jamie and Brienne. Jamie and Jamie's story is way different in the book. So Jamie and Brienne are doing something totally different. And then you have Lady Stoneheart. That's, who's... Another, that's another miss on the story for me. The whole Jamie Brienne thing was just piece of shit but whatever all right all right so i think we gave I, this a good burn i think i convinced all your listeners that you're much better yeah. than black is at, at understanding no no, the no, show. no no that that danny was just poor, poor no master. i guarantee you that's not gonna be the no, takeaway at all probably not. <laughs> you know coming from uh, uh my my professional background i would say that there's a lot of leadership training that needs to go on in westeros yeah i don't disagree <clears throat> At all, they need a they need a couple of weeks at. Uh, we all gonna meet up at Taco Bell. Steak and shake. No, I gotta go home. Man. Let Hector work. Hector talk to a fly. Wrap up the show. Who's your sponsor? <laughs> okay, all right. We want to thank you guys for listening. As always, please, if you've gone this far, you might as well just rate us five stars if you love us. Five stars if you hate us. Uh, catch us out on our Instagram page at Back of the Bus. Yeah. Back of the Bus Podcast. Back of the Bus Podcast. Or you can email us at backofthebusmiami.com yeah. at gmail.com. Also, guys, reach out hey, to do us. You wanna, do you want to plug your you Instagram plug page? Yeah, plug Instagram. Yeah, I have 85 followers. Woo-hoo. Don't fucking follow me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Yo, that's how he gets all the followers. At, yeah. What is it? At Pleximus, at Pleximus Prime. Prime. And he's, at, he's doing the cool glass design oh, thing. I do, so do if you want to cool check that out, that's pretty cool. Design. Yeah, and he'll do them for you for $900. There you go. No. No, he won't do that for you. <laughs> All right, guys. You, we would love to be back. Thank you for listening to everything about Game of Thrones. We've got a lot planned. We're going to get the regular show back on track, I guess, at some point, And then we will be able to give you guys weekly shows. Have a great Father's Day. You too, bud. Peace All right. Out. Later. <laughs>